Hey, Scott. Hey, Scott. Yes, Adam. You should probably not talk with your mouth full. Mm, these Christmas cookies are so good. They look really good. Oh, may I have oh, some? Yes, you may. Okay. Coming to you almost live from inside of a chimney, this is The Unknown Studio. I'm Scott. I'm Adam. We are your Yuletide hosts. Is it a Yuletide or Yuletide? I think it's Yuletide. It is a Yuletide. It is a tide of Yule? Yeah. Like it is sweeping down upon you? That's right. Okay. You could surf that Yuletide. <laughs> wow. If you wanted. There you go. So, we've just answered one of the great questions of Christmas right there. You're Many welcome. more will be answered before this episode is through. And part of the reason those questions will be answered is because joining us on the show today are two lovely women. There is, of course, Brittany LeBlanc, friend to everyone. I believe I was actually referred to that, like, as that on your podcast a few weeks ago. Yeah, we were trying to give you a title, and, uh, and that was what Scott came up with. And, of course, Jessica Holt, who we've never had on the show before, uh, but I've known for an exceedingly it's large true, number long of years. Time. Yeah. Long time. And what is your title, Jess? Uh, gosh, there's so many. Uh, I'm not sure which one you want. Uh, let's say uh, the friend of the friend to everyone, <laughs> I guess. I'm just, we're just friend of a friend. Friend of a friend. I'm a friend I, I of really, a friend. I feel like you're more than that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the reason we wanted to have you guys on here uh, is because it's our Christmas special. And who is more festive than Brittany LeBlanc? And Jessica Holt. Answer, nobody. That is correct. Have a cookie. How <laughs> Scott is now eating long. his cookie. He's, so you're, really, you're ducketing that cookie. That's a really good cookie. And it's <laughs> totally understandable. Um, so we're going to talk about Christmas stuff, but before we get to that, I do want to ask how the 5K365 challenge, the self-imposed crazy challenge, uh, is going. Brittany, you've been doing this uh, since September, and Jessica, you've been part of the group of mm-hmm. people who yells at her about it. Mm-hmm. Jessica's a very fine yeller. Uh, she didn't go over that. Um, she's good at yelling. She's good at feelings. I'm so, good at uh, feelings. I'm you're good. a great wingman yeah. for the project. Uh, it's going pretty good so far. It's off to a fairly slow start. Well, um, you kind of get everybody used to the fact that it's going on, and uh, Christmas kind of slows it down a bit. So I'm just about at 700 people now. Holy shit. And how on target is that? That's not very on target, <laughs> you know, to be honest. I, I know what you're talking about. I know you know oh. what we're talking about. But it is possible some of our listeners have no clue what this is. So maybe we should elaborate a little Scott, bit. Scott, I'm so glad you're here. This Brittany, is basically my job. What the hell? Or, or Jessica, or whoever wants to answer, what is 5K365? I'm going to let Jessica handle this one. Oh, thanks. Uh, so Brittany and I, a few months back, were sitting on my couch, and we were just chatting about life and dating. And uh, she was asking me sort of for some dating advice, I guess. But I don't have any. I'm not. I don't know. I'm married. <laughs> and so... <laughs> it just happened. Like, she just one just, day was single, and then and I all of a sudden it happened. I don't know. Uh, and so I was trying to explain to her that unlike everything else in her life, she can't just work really hard at it and succeed. It sort of just it happens, and it has to do with feelings and things she doesn't love. So she sort of accepted that as a challenge and decided that if she met a 1,000 people the year before, 
she would try to meet 5,000 people this year in terms of upping her odds, I guess. And so, so that's where it sort of was born. And then from there, a website happened and blogs sometimes happen, and not a lot lately. Why the decision to do it so publicly? Because for me, to put something out there, I'd be like, oh, I'll never be able to do this, so no one must ever know that I set this way. goal for myself. Um, I, I just, I do a lot of things publicly, so I guess it was an easy step for me. Um, when I had my wisdom tooth pulled, pulled last year, I took a picture of it and posted it online. Um, oh, Jesus. So <laughs> I'm a very public person for the most part. Um, so it just was, it seemed natural to do. Also, um, this way, a lot of people whom I don't know or know uh, just a little bit even will help out. Like, it'll be easy enough for me to go to my friends and be like, hey, Jess, you know... Um, seven people. Seven. Seven people <laughs> who I already know. But Scott, yeah. <laughs> you know people I don't know. So can you introduce me to some of your friends and can I um, hang out at your house or go to a movie with you guys or whatever? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is easy. This You're is only so at easy. 700? Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so then it's really great because then people who I just know a little bit are like, oh, this is amazing. Like, come to a friend of a friend's Christmas party and meet all of their friends. And um, strangers that I've never met before email me and say, hey, let's have coffee. And so it's, uh, it's a really great thing. And I think that doing it publicly was just um, one of the easier ways to do it, to go about it. So are people, you actually do have people helping to facilitate your goal of finding these. You, you are getting invited to parties and, and there are people out of the blue emailing you? Surprisingly, people do want to get to know me. Yeah, um, that's not what I was saying, <laughs> though now that you imply it, I'm shocked. I'm as shocked as all of you. <laughs> Trust me, I am as well. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing. I've had people um, who saw it on TV or read about it in the paper just randomly uh, email me and say, hey let's have coffee. You know, I work downtown too. Let's go and um, just hang out for a little bit. And um, a lot of people are just, they're really cool about it. So they know that I have this goal. So they just invite me to things and want me to come over. I've had complete strangers invite me over for a dinner so I can meet their entire family. That's awesome. Yeah. Is it creepy too? It feels like it might be creepy. I, it, I think it is to an extent. Like I didn't go over to the family dinner just because I was like, I don't know you enough to kind of want to go over with your family and and you don't want to end up being dinner right there's a safety issue there's, there's a little bit of a We've safety issue discussed. yeah really I, I think it's i think i think more about it than you perhaps do like i don't think it crosses your mind that maybe there's some safety issues around meeting strangers but uh that maybe that's why i'm here <laughs> jess's <laughs> role safe. is to prevent the terrible things from happening yeah. to be fair i have i'm not like going out and meeting anyone willy-nilly although there was one um, person I met recently that it seemed like it could have been a serial killer trap because it was very, very well suited. I would like um, to uh, invite you to meet my friend Willie Nilly, though. He is very kind. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to meet him. Good old Willie. Um, but I've, I've gone to, like, BC before to spend time with, like, strangers on a vacation where we just, like, went and hung out. We knew each other from the internet. So it's not, it's not new for me to go and meet strangers. That seems like it's less of a concern. Well, okay, in my mind, it seems like it's less of a concern now than it was, I don't know, five or ten years ago when the Internet was still comparatively young. And, and you know, meeting people online was like everyone's worst nightmare or, or, or everyone was really paranoid about it. Now, I think because of Twitter and stuff, it just doesn't feel like that is as big a deal anymore. Well, and also 
a lot of people are a little more web savvy now. So you, you know to be a little more diligent, you know to be a little more careful. And you get to know someone and maybe do a little Google searching before you before you actually meet them in person. Yeah. Because you don't want to end up, as you say, being in a serial killer trap. So you're a little more careful. But people are, are aware of that now, I feel. Are you Googling the people that you meet prior to meeting them? Are you gathering intelligence? Sometimes. Sometimes I just kind of know that I'm meeting them in a public place. Um, yeah. So I don't really worry about it too much, or I'll try to convince Jess to come with me to meet them, just so they're safety in numbers. But uh, I'm not doing it, like in a stupid way. Sure. So. Now, this is as much a challenge for you, Jess, as it is for mm -hmm. Brittany, because you are not quite so uh, extroverted as Brittany is. I'm not even close. And not even close. So, so what, what, is, what are you getting out of this? Well, I think, so I think for me, when I started, I thought it would be a good way to, to sort of get out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Um, especially in winter, like winter is coming. I know what I get like in winter. I hunker down and I hibernate and I don't like to leave my house. <laughs> and so I knew that was coming and I thought maybe if I could help Brittany, she would get me out there and meeting new people. And so, and it's a challenge. It's, it's, I've been outside of my comfort zone many times already. It's very, even amongst friends at, at friends' houses, at parties or whatever. I've, it's, it's something I don't want to do, and I'm sitting there the whole time thinking, oh, God, I just want to go home and sit on my couch. But That's interesting to me because when you and I met, mm -hmm. this was many, not many years ago. It, it was, was. It was like a 2005, 10 years ago. 2005. It was almost 10 years ago. Yeah. Because that's, yeah, that's when I started at ADCO. Yeah. Oops. Probably shouldn't have mentioned them. Oh, well, I don't work there anymore. Suckers. Anyway, um, so that's when Jess and I met, and you, were, you actually struck me as one of the most outgoing people ever. I did? Really? Yes. Oh, you were so immediately very friendly and, and... Oh, I don't think friendly is the same as outgoing. Yeah. But we met in a car, right? We were, we were driving in a car on the way to Red Deer. Wasn't that the first time we met? I don't know if that was it. It might I have been. I think so. Yeah. So I was, I was in a car with people I knew. I think you were the only one I didn't know. And that was with yeah, two other people? Yeah. Right. And I... we immediately bonded over music, I remember, which is often I find actually the way I first bond with people. Really? Yeah. I don't know. There was some, I think there was something about you that was very comfortable as well. It was, we became close friends. It was my people. Michael Buble t-shirt. That's what it was. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I'm fond of the Buble. I don't know what to tell you. And Jessica, really fond of Buble as well. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Um, so have you had any experiences out with Brittany where you have, where you have just left? <laughs> not like, get me, yet. Get me the fuck out of here. No, not, it's close, though. There really? have definitely been some... I, bl I blogged about one. It was after demo camp, and I was, like, really trying to hint to her, it's time to go, like, we're going, and I was I was driving, I had the keys. And she, and she kind of tricked me a little bit. By inter <laughs> she introduced me to someone that I had been wanting to meet, and I had said, oh, I'd like to meet him and talk to him about this thing, and then she sort of tricked me and then took off like then she took that opportunity to like go and and meet new people i am a terrible human being i introduced jessica to the person she wanted to talk to at an event you monster i am a monster but jess actually a great thing that came out of this is just like five point plan of how to get me to leave an event and we're going to demo camp again in a few weeks so mm -hmm. it'll be interesting to see if that five point plan actually works this time i'm a little worried because you know the plan now so I think by the time I get to like step three, you're going to be like, I know what she's doing. But, I've but are, isn't that isn't the plan in a way also a set of of uh, guidelines for you to sort of understand that 
that uh, just wants to get the fuck out of here <laughs> and that you have to respect that like to I, I guess what I'm asking is 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 being doing this thing with Jessica uh, helping you to understand that some people aren't quite so extroverted as you are and my heart grew three sizes that night <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yes uh, to an extent I'm uh, I'm a pusher. I like to push people out of their comfort zones, and I like to be pushed out of my comfort zone. So it's always hard for me to be like, okay, how far can I push Jess before she'll snap mm-hmm. on me? And uh, it happens mm-hmm. sometimes. It does. Um, I think that the the plan's a, it's a good, like, a five-point plan. And I think that for the most part, like, that night I was having a little bit of fun with it. And, like, I was even while I was... I went to the other side of the room to like talk to people I want to talk to, and I would watch her the entire time to be like, okay, is she done? Because as soon as she's done, we have to leave. So I am trying to be conscious conscious of it, but uh, at Jessica... You were I, testing boundaries that Oh, night, I totally for was. Sure. Um, I'm like, I am a... I'm in state of id all the time. Um, so I'm kind of like a child in that way. Um, but anyone who knows me knows it is tough to get me to leave anything. Yep. Were you mad, Jess? Uh, you know what? I wasn't that night because she did ultimately show me the respect. Like, I had told her before we got there, this is the time I want to leave. And so she knew, like, she knew I meant business. And sort of at the end of the night, we joked about it. I think she got an extra 15 or 20 minutes out of me. <laughs> and, she, and she knew she'd sort of won. But it wasn't, it wasn't to the point where I was ready to walk out on her. Yeah. So I, I wasn't that mad at that point. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so... Wh- does the holiday season force you to slow things down or does it give you an opportunity to ramp things up? It totally forces me to slow things down just because um, everyone takes time off for the holidays. A lot of people are leaving town. They're going back to visit their families. Um, there are Christmas parties, but there's not a lot of Christmas parties that I can just invite myself to. I can't just be like, hey, it's your work Christmas thing. I'm going to come to that. <laughs> um, so it, it is a little bit tougher. I think that definitely in the new year, spring, summer, like when spring and summer happens, like I'm going to be just going crazy with this because it'll be a lot easier to meet people. It's it's harder in the winter. I think a lot of people like to hermit. They like to stay at home. They want to just play video games or watch movies. They don't really want to go outside because it's cold. I'm like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Video games and movies. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. You you generally just hermit I all do. the time. I do. I'm like a hermit crab. <laughs> and Those are day, my claws. you leave your home and then you go and get another one. Yeah. Yeah. It's rather costly. As a and, and then you carry it on your back. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, an entire high rise. It's in the parking lot. Well, because it wouldn't have fit in the building. This whole thing has really gotten away from us. Yeah, the, we lost the metaphor somewhere. Uh, speaking of Christmas, um, are you guys excited about Christmas, or do you do you hate Christmas? Or Krimbus, as it were. Uh, I... I always think that I'm excited about Christmas. Like I always, by November, I'm like, I'm ready to put my tree up. I'm like, this is going to be great this year. And then mid-December, I just think like, I've made a huge mistake. (laughs) I have spent too much money and I've decided to make all my gifts again. And so then the stress hits and then I realize I really hate Christmas. I don't, but I want to love, I want to love it. Yeah. I do want to love it. Okay. But that's leading up to the day, right? Right. And I, and I know that Christmas is not simply the 25th. How do you feel on that on Christmas Day? Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Are you still just like, fuck this shit? I don't know. It's fine. Okay. You know, like if we stay here, because half the time we go to Saskatchewan. And so then that's a long drive. And then, you know, it's lots of family stuff. And it's it's good. And then you got to drive all the way home, though. But when we stay here, it's just me and Brad and mom and dad. So it's really quiet. It's so it's like, just like any other day, really. Oh. Yeah. But with there's, Christmas. There's a turkey involved. And 
We don't do gifts. You shouldn't call your father that. I'm sorry. You're right. Don't tell him. He, <laughs> <laughs> he won't listen. Don't worry. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Christensen doesn't like exactly. podcasts. Uh, and we don't do gifts and stuff. Like, we're, we don't need stuff yeah. anymore. You know, we're adults. We buy when we need it. So it doesn't, it's just a day to spend with family. Yeah, that's totally that's fair. Yeah. What about you, Brittany? Um, I think I'm the opposite uh, in the way that I always... In so many ways, you and Jess. <laughs> it's, it's really true. Um, I go into the season hating it. I wish that it would just be over because I'm like, ugh, Christmas. Stupid music is going to be played way too soon. And Halloween's not even over yet. And stuff's already moving into stores. And I hate it. And then I find myself um, being like, oh, but this gift is awesome. And I can give it to somebody. And, oh, maybe I can mail this card. Or maybe I can... And so it like kind of sneaks up on me that I do kind of enjoy it, even though I... like hate traditional Christmas movies and there's only like a Christmas CD that I really like listening to and um, it's the Chipmunks Christmas. Oh, there I actually really, really love um the Hula Hoop song. There you go. But, I don't think I've heard that and I don't want anyone to sing it. I would venture you have. I would venture really? that you have mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. Like on our last episode. Oh oh yes. Oh God, yeah. Oh <laughs> Adam doesn't actually listen to the podcast. <laughs> I listen to the sections where segments stop so or I can time code it. Yeah. <laughs> he also listens to himself talking, yes. Yeah. Because Adam sweet. is a narcissist. It's very soothing. You know, yeah. to, in truth, I listen to most, but sometimes I'm, I'm uneasy because I'm very self-critical. So I'll be like, I don't, I don't know if I was good in that one. I'm not going to listen to it. And then I just don't. I think so. it's normal. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I also... I'm not one of those people, though, who dislikes the sound of my voice. As Scott said, I'm quite fond of the way I sound. It's true. <laughs> and so very fond of it. And so are you, everyone who's listening, I hope. No, they're actually just here for you, Scott. Which is why I speak rarely, so that, <laughs> so that those moments when I do are just that much more precious. <laughs> also because you talk a lot. Who doesn't love to just turn on the Unknown Studio and just listen to the dulcet towns of Adam and Scott and just, you know, you just Silver get swept bells. away. Really. Um, I'm not doing that. No, you, you should stop. Are you looking for current, relevant, highly specialized digital media instruction? You need to seek out The Guru. Guru Digital Arts College offers intense six-month programs that simulate real-world projects. You'll work in small classes in a casual professional environment and meet industry pros who offer a mentor-style approach to learning. Some institutions make the same claim, but with Guru, you'll develop the confidence to get out and become a part of the digital media community. Come visit us anytime. Check out a class, talk with our instructors, and be part of the Guru experience. For more information, email info at gurudigitalarts.com or call 1-877-429-4878. Do you have a business plan, but you're not sure where to go from there? Do you want to increase sales? Get noticed? Wow your audience? Make your mom proud? Well, we've got you covered. We're connected, we're creative, and we're innovative. We are strategy first. If you've got a great product or service and you want the whole world to take notice, call Focus Communications. Let's start a conversation. Go to focuscom.ca. We should take a moment. We should. Uh, to thank and wish a, a Merry Christmas to some very important people. You mean our sponsors? Yes. Yeah, because they 
support us in many ways. And we could literally not bring you this show. No, it's, that's true. If it weren't for their support. We wouldn't Actually, that's not necessarily true. We could continue to bring you the show, but the quality would be much worse. It would, it would have suffered. Uh, the quality of guests would be lesser. Uh, we would sound hoarser. We would be dressed in rags. Yeah. Uh, it, would, it would be a much lesser show. So let's try this. One of our sponsors is called Focus Communications. Brittany, tell us about Focus Communications. Oh, wow. Way to put me on the spot. Yeah. Focus Communications is a communications group here in the city run by Dean and Sue Human, who are both fantastic people. Um, they run their shop out of the Oliver area, and they do PR and consulting and social media work and just all around are amazing people. I think for future reference, we should just call them the Amazing Humans. The Amazing Humans. They are kind of the amazing humans. I want them to actually start a sitcom called Being Humans. <laughs> I've told them this. I had a drink at them one night and said, I've got an idea. And they said, that is hilarious. We're never doing that. <laughs> um, our other sponsor is really the Hogwarts of Digital Arts in Edmonton, a Guru Digital Arts College. And Jess is a graduate I am. of Guru. I'm an alumni of Guru. I got my digital media diploma through there. So what was your experience at Guru? Like? Oh, I loved it. I do. I want to go back now and take their illustration program. Really? Actually, yeah, I do. I really do. But um, it was fabulous. The people are fabulous and the class sizes are small and you learn a lot. And yeah, it was great. Right on. Well, you can check out more about Guru at gurudigitalarts.com and focuscom, that's one M, dot ca for focus communications and uh a merry christmas to them yes you, uh you have the crazy christmas the christmas 500 christmas 5000 because you've gotten married was it always christmas 5000 pretty sure it was always the christmas no 5, i think it's a christmas 500 was it the christmas 500 you're adding a zero this year <laughs> i may have added a zero <laughs> what's going on what's is it still the crazy old show oh, yeah. as usual as usual uh it actually took us three weeks to figure out what christmas was what this year uh, because we could not remember what had happened last year. Last year, <laughs> for the first time in a while, uh, I had to work on Christmas. Oh. And so because of that, we just kind of let things slide a little bit. Nita went and spent time with her family or whatever, because I wasn't available. So, And uh, so when it came to this year, because I didn't remember what she had done last year, and she doesn't keep track of that, we had no clue if it was... My side's Christmas Eve or her side, Christmas Day, or what was going on. And it took us three weeks to figure it out. Wow. We now know. We'll go on record saying that. But uh, it took us a while to figure out our Christmas this Jesus. year. Uh, but yes, starting Christmas Eve, we go nonstop until Boxing Day. And it's glorious. Wow. I love it. It doesn't feel like Christmas to me if it's not jam-packed with as much as possible. But that's been your tradition since you were a child. Oh, indeed. Uh, and we used to drive out to Lougheed, Alberta, which is hours away in the middle of nowhere, uh, because that's where my grandparents yeah, lived. Yeah. So, I and it would be it would be Christmas Eve, midnight mass, pack Scott into the car and drive to Lougheed, Alberta, and get a couple hours of sleep when they arrive in the, in the morning. My parents were hardcore. They are saintly, I yes. dare say. That's that's phenomenal. In Jess's words, I don't prefer that. Yes, um, I don't prefer that. Now that now that R Rachel and I have been together for a while now, it's almost four years, and uh, she she is in a blended family. Her parents divorced when she was younger, and they've all gotten remarried. And all of our parents, mine are still married, but all of our parents all live in Calgary. So last year, we went down to Calgary for six days, and every two days switched locations, and I... 
after discussing it with her, we decided I don't want to do that. So I'm going to stay with my parents, whom I never get to see anymore, um, partly because there was there was greater incentive to go to Calgary before because my older brother lived down there with his wife and, and son, two sons, sorry, and then they moved to Ottawa, which sucks. It's the worst thing ever. Um, so, you know, making plans to go down to Calgary is less urgent than it was, which is dumb. That's, that's a terrible thing to say. Anyway, this year we're going down to Calgary for six days. I will stay with my parents. I will have dinner with Rachel's parents variously throughout that time, but I will be staying with my mom and dad. And, that's gonna, and I'm just going to wow. chill. I don't like to change out of pajamas that whole week, so I'm not going to. And I might, I might even bring the Xbox with me, actually. And why not? Yes. If you're going to be in pajamas, you might as well go the whole nine yards. Yeah. yeah. I, that house is going to stink. Because <laughs> I, 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 the, the implication is that by wearing only pajamas, I'm also not showering. So there's that. I think we all inferred that. <laughs> yes. So what are your guys' uh, Christmas traditions? Jess feels like just another day, but you must do some things. In the build-up? Not terribly, actually. No? I don't... We have traditions in our life, but they're not... Not a lot of them are Christmas-related. I mean... No, I, like, I can't think of one, really, that okay. we do that's... That's fair. Probably there are, and I'm forgetting them. <laughs> You'll remember them on But Christmas that's just Day. the stress of the season talking. Ah. Ah. Which reminds me, are you done your Christmas shopping, everyone? No. Yes. No. No. Really? <laughs> well, no, but I did it all online, like I said, and oh, then right. I just, I'm, it still has to arrive on my doorstep. Are you worried about that? No, I, no, they promised me, Amazon said, <laughs> December 21st. And I'm certain they've never let anyone they down. So Honest. far, I'm only missing two things, so I think I'm okay. Oh, God, yeah, that's yeah, fine. I think Worst okay. case scenario, a box with an IOU on Christmas morning. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And this will arrive in the mail in the next two weeks. A oh, photograph of the you will have. Yes. That yeah. reminds me, I have not given Brittany her birthday gift yet, which was in November. Oh, yeah, we've and got. And I forgot it again today. We've got something for you too at the apartment Rachel and I. Uh, actually we have something for you we as are terrible well. friends <laughs> Merry Christmas Brittany <laughs> I feel like we should just go on a journey after this and I can't one of the uh, one of the great corporate tr- Christmas traditions is is the Santa the secret Santa gift exchange now I know that I know that you do this Scott yes there is a secret Santa gift exchange at my work and how do you enjoy it is it something that most people are really into um yeah yeah it's kind of a mixed bag. People, people at my work do enjoy it, mm-hmm. for the most part, I think. I think that's safe to say. And a lot of people are really creative and inventive when it comes to, uh, to coming up with stuff to give their secret Santas. But every now, every now and then you do end up with someone who uh, has you as secret Santa, and it's kind of like, this is pretty weak. Oh no! Uh, and then you look over at your coworker, and they've had a song mm. written about them and recorded. And it's like, hmm, that would be, that would be so much better than this candy cane that I got. <laughs> like that's seriously, just, someone recorded a song, wrote and recorded a song. I'm I'm not one to tell tales, but that is something that has happened. Wow! Um, it was amazing. It was pretty amazing. Holy crap! Um, so. It, the, my only problem with Secret Santa at work is that some people put a lot more thought and effort into it than others, and I wish that it was a little more universal that everybody put in the same amount of effort. Yeah. That's my... And 
I try to do something really awesome every and year. And it's like a week so. long for you yes. or something, yes. isn't it? So it's great. not just like a one-time event. The, the theory being that you do a couple days, the first four days, you do something little for your secret Santa. Usually buy them a little present or something like that. Uh, and then on the fifth day, there's a gift exchange with a dollar limit, and then you do a gift exchange, and everybody finds out who their secret Santa was for that week. Okay. Have and you guys already gone through this then? Yes. Okay. It's usually earlier in the in the season. So it's overall, it's it's good. It is a positive Secret Santa experience. But I, I recognize that that is not the case everywhere. That's right. Uh, do you at Capital Ideas do a Secret Santa gift exchange? No, my heart was broken this year when I found out that Secret Santa doesn't happen because I used to work with Scott. So we did Christmas, we did Secret Santa every year. And I love Secret Santa. I, you know what? You quite often get like whatever, like because I almost always ended up having person like the person giving to me was just like, here's a lottery card and a chocolate and like whatever. But I love giving. I love like the giving of Secret Santa stuff because you can do awesome stuff. One year, I took photos all around the office of like where I hid the gifts and I hid them. Um, the Sunday before it started, and then set up a fake email account and emailed um, photos and riddles to the person. They had to go hunt it and find it. Jesus. And then um, last year when I participated, um, I wrote riddles in wingdings. And then... I became very fluent in wingdings. <laughs> you had Scott. I had Scott. And hid, the stu- like, hid his gifts around um, the office. Including up a chimney. Yeah, okay, so the chimney was the greatest part. Inside the, the iNews? Yeah, so inside the iNews room, there, there's a few working chimneys in the building, but we've never actually had them working. Um, and so I want to hide in really unique places that he probably wouldn't consider. And I even had, like, wingding hints around the office just in case. Um, anyway, so I really want to hide up in the fireplace. And I've never seen anyone open it before. So I opened it and like shoved his present up it and soot everywhere, by the way. Like uh, my hands are black. There's still like black marks in the room. It was, <laughs> it was not good. Um, but anyway, it got really effing cold in the room and we couldn't figure out why. Well, the chute was open, so all the cold air was coming in. And so it ended up um, that two of my coworkers, Kevin and Brenton, had to put their hands in the chute and try to work it so that the present would be hidden in such a way that it wouldn't um, fall, but also not be covered and so let everything be cold. I think we actually ended up putting it underneath um, the like fake wood that we have in there just because you couldn't really lodge it into the chimney, but the thought was there. Wow. And the box was black. That's elaborate. Because it was covered in soot. That is very it was elaborate. filthy. Jess, have you done the Secret Santa thing at work before? Uh, we are doing it this year. Okay. And so I work with a group. Uh, there are six of us ladies, and we all drew names a few weeks ago. And I have forgotten whose name I drew. Oh, I was Seriously? just going to say yeah. that you should reveal it on our podcast. No, I legit don't remember Oh no. whose name I drew. So this is why so. at, uh, at our work, at my work now, uh, it's very organized, and there's one person who has a master list, so that if you do oh, forget, smart. you can go find out. And if you're like Brittany, you then wheel and deal in information for a solid week, and you figure out the entire list. Okay, so Brittany's all about being a completionist. Cheater. Well, and Brittany also figures if she can figure out who everyone else has a secret Santa, by process of elimination, she now knows who her secret Santa is. Ah. It is called winning secret Santa. I don't think you... Okay. And <laughs> last last year, I won Secret Santa by process of handwriting samples. It was really great. She's intense. 
Like, it is a puzzle for her. Yeah. It is crazy. I, I actually am at a loss for words. I want to understand how you're going to solve your problem, though, Jess. Well, uh, as I went through my whole recycle bin trying to find that little piece of paper with a name <laughs> on it. And I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't find it. So my strategy is now to just... Luckily, I work with all women, so... I'm just going to get it like a generic, well, I'm making. I'm just going to buy one diva cup. Right. And uh, whoever <laughs> Making a generic For the woman's record, gift. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to not put a tag on it. I mean, you're just going to forget to put the tag on it. And so then when all the gifts are together on the table, they'll be like, oh, handing the gifts out. Who's, there's this one without a tag. Whose is it? And then by process of elimination, whoever doesn't have a gift. It's, it's, it's my person, one. the person who doesn't have a gift yet. Right. Who doesn't have a gift yet? So hopefully no one else doesn't for, like no one else forgets to put their tag on. Good lord. Then we're in trouble. Does nobody have like a master list or anything? No, or? no. See, the problem is we drew names out of a hat, and everyone drew a name, and then the last girl to draw who was organizing it drew her own name. So then we all put the names back and drew again, and now I'm confused. It doesn't take much. Why didn't you take a picture with your phone? Well, I didn't think I would forget, Brittany. <laughs> you are really good at remembering, so this is kind of worrisome to me. Terrible. Is this, is this what's going to happen to me when I get older? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so old. So when is the, uh, when's the big exchange for Wednesday. you? Wednesday. Yeah. And Brittany, you're just going to draw yourself unicorns and stuff? Yeah. It's, really it's uh, Dinosaurs? It's just sad. It is quite really. sad. Are you doing a Secret Santa? No, at work, we, uh, I, I'm not sure why we don't do a Secret Santa. I'm sure there's a reason for it. There's a reason a lot of things don't happen at advertising agencies anymore, um, including drinking at work. Uh, not that I have any stories about my specific place, but what we... But we've all seen Mad Men. Yeah, we all know what that's like. We, we can't smoke inside. What? But we can drink the scotches. Oh, my goodness. I know. Uh, so this year, we did, um, we did a baking exchange. So 20 people were involved. Everyone made uh, five dozen cookies. And then we put all of our cookies into a pool, and everyone got three of everyone else's cookies. And holy shit, there were some amazing ones. Uh, one of the guys at work made um, like a cocoa cookie that was dusted with icing sugar that had salted caramel in the middle. Mm -hmm. So he's like, take the cookie, put it in the microwave for eight seconds, <laughs> eat the cookie. And it was... Fucking amazing. Wow. So we did that, and then this year, we, every year, we do uh, what's called Wine Survivor. So you buy a bottle of wine, you put it into a pool. Uh, not You don't pour it into a pool. <laughs> it's just twin vines all mixed together. Whoever's the least drunk is the survivor. Um, no, they all go onto a table, and we draw names out of a hat every day. Someone gets uh, immunity, so they don't, their name won't get drawn to be eliminated. And we eliminate someone. And then in the middle of that, everyone who's already bought in the first time can buy back in, even if they've already been eliminated. So I think there's something like 65 bottles of wine up for grabs. Wow. wow. Uh, and and then whoever survives at the end gets all 65 all bottles of wine. No, first place gets the majority, second place gets okay. some amount, and third and gets Probably some first pick. And well. Yeah, that's right. And people create alliances. So I'm in, a, in an alliance with one of my colleagues. And so I don't have any names in anymore. I've been, I've been eliminated twice. And my colleague Sylvia has been eliminated once. We have one more name in the, so we could still win it. Knock on wood. Uh, but we'll see. Yeah, last year someone went home with like 30 something bottles wow. of wine. Wow. That's, That's awesome. And she tried You'd to have drink, to become a wino. She tried to drink them all before the new year and 
we never saw her again. Oh. So. <laughs> I, th there, I think she succeeded. <laughs> are your alliances um, together based on like red and white preference? Because I could imagine like if I, because I'm a white wine drinker and if somebody else is a red wine drinker, I would get an alliance with them and then we could split that one. You could almost certainly, uh, it, as a first place winner in an alliance, claim all three white wine bottles. No one in our office drinks yeah. white wine. It's all red wine. So, yeah. So Pretty common. Speaking of gift exchanges, yes. um, it is a tradition on this show for Scott and I to do that very thing. Indeed. So, and it's getting to be that time. So we should exchange some gifts. We should exchange some gifts. Here you are, Scott. There you are, Adam. Thank you. You could feel the love now, in the room. And I mentioned this uh, before the show as well. Knowing that we had guests coming on the show, I realized as we were coming to the recording, we could have done like a gift exchange with everyone. Yeah. Nope. So the two ladies get to sit here and watch enviously but, as we exchange presents. But having said that, I believe Brittany has some uh, Christmas cards that she could open. She could indeed open some G Christmas Give one cards. to Jessica. I'm just going to eat a cookie. Yeah. It's okay. Oh, there you go. The gift Stephen Duckett that. Of baking. Good. Here we go. Oh my God, there's fudge in here. <laughs> Scott got me Halloween chocolate if the box is any indication. <laughs> hey, it's nut free. <laughs> you can't have any, Brittany. Oh, oh here we go. Oh my, what is this? You always get me Star Trek stuff. Well, that's because I know that you like Star Trek. You're so delightful. Oh my god. Oh. It I is a, a It is a a Star Trek Enterprise bottle opener. Wow. A small one uh, for, for my bottles. for my keychain and a Klingon Bird of Prey wine bottle opener. That is correct. It so is a Star Trek drinking set. Thank you. It is the gift of booze and Star Trek. I am most gratified. God, I hope you win that wine pool now. Yeah. Yeah. I got a t-shirt which uh, features the League of Cliched Supervillains. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, uh, Rachel and I found that on Threadless. Uh, it includes the evil skull, the gangster puppet, and the severed head. Yep, villainy at its best. That, those are great. And Brittany, who are your cards from? Um, I've got one from Lisa and Tom. Uh, one from Wild Sow and Family, one from a Mr. Adam Rosenhart, and um, one from my friends Kimberly and Ryan. I am glad that the Calder Bateman Christmas card made it into your mailbox. It was a struggle mailing them. Why? There were, we send out probably about 800 every year as a company, and the logistics of organizing that and getting everyone who needs to sign mm -hmm. is just a clusterfuck. So. So there you go. Merry Christmas, Scott. Merry Christmas, Adam. Merry Christmas handshake. To, uh, to Brittany and Jess as yes. well. Yes. Thanks for having us. Merry to Christmas. our assorted guests we, and, of course, to our listeners. Yes. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. Not that the show is quite over yet. No, we have one more thing to do. And it's your favorite thing. My do. very favorite thing. The Fast 15. <gasps> Now, um, because Brittany, friend to everyone, has been on this show many times, and Jess is making her inaugural appearance on the show. for so long. We, uh, I feel bad about that. Um, we are doing a Fast 15 with only Jess. With only Jess. Are you ready? No, I'm so nervous about this. Why? Because okay. I, I, I don't want to give you the wrong answer. Sorry, I'm distracted. By, is that mash? Is that a mash card? <laughs> It is a tent. Is that the Calder Bateman card? Yeah. They always have the coolest cards. That um, is awesome. Also, I have never been, I guess, insulted. 
Why? I'm a legit fake geek girl. Yeah, no, That's that was right. that was a joke. I'm coming for <laughs> that, you sad, sad geek mans. That was a joke. I know. Um... So yes, that's my Call Your Raven Christmas card. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, the company made a, a donation to Doctors Without Borders, hence the theme so of good. the card. Right? So good. Thank Love you. It. I will pass that along to the Love team. It. I still have last year's, which was um, a snowy sidewalk that you pulled the um, shovel back, and yeah. there was like a Christmas wish in there. I thought that was really cool. It was a paper craft Christmas. Fold this down. Cool. Please ask your okay. questions. So here we go. The Fast 15, Jessica, the first 13 are questions we ask of all our guests. You may be familiar with mm -hmm. them. And then the last two are questions, we call them wild card questions. We sort of made them up for you. <laughs> and, be, and because I know things about I you, know. <laughs> at least one of them is to reveal something hilarious. Shit. Anyway, here we go. The Fast 15 with Jessica Holt. Number one, your favorite food. My favorite food? Yeah. Um, popcorn. Your favorite color? Green. Your, uh, sorry, Mac, PC, or Linux? Mac. Dogs or cats? Cats. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Favorite holiday? Uh, anyone I take to Hawaii. Okay, that's fair. Uh, your favorite sport? Uh, football, Canadian. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're, and you're a rider fan. Uh, cool riders. All right. Uh, your favorite pastime? Uh, sitting on my couch in my sweatpants. That counts. It's okay. You, it's it, literally passing the time. I, I am. <laughs> Slowly, <laughs> albeit, but passing it. Um, your favorite music right now? Oh, I'm super hooked on the Lumineers CD right now. Oh, I've never heard oh, of it. Oh, it's so good. Okay, yeah. I'm checking them out. You should too, everyone. Uh, your favorite film? Um, oh, God. My favorite film... It can be something that you saw recently that is a current favorite. Uh, like my favorite film of the year sure, would yeah. be Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, really? Yeah, I loved it. Still haven't seen it. Really? Oh, I know. See, it's so and good. I'm a huge so Wes good. Anderson fan. You are, I know. Uh, your favorite video game? Oh, I don't really play video games. Have, Old Time Mario? That's cool. That seems to be the default yeah. for people who aren't super into video games. Have, you know, or Tetris. Yeah. Also a fair. Might have bet. that on my phone, yeah. <laughs> if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Uh, reading Minds. Star Trek or Star Wars? Both. Uh, Star Star Wars, I guess, if I had to pick. Sorry. That's oh, okay. God, I'm sorry. You, oh, okay. you are on the receiving end of my scorn. That's okay. Okay. Because now we're on to the wild oh, card shit. questions. First question is, what scares you the most? Oh, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. Um, I know if I don't answer honestly, you will just tell everyone anyhow. So uh, honestly, red-headed men. Red, only red-headed men? Yep. You've been in an elevator that got stuck with me while there was one in there. You I, know. So I was once in an elevator with Jessica when we were working together, and the elevator stopped between floors. Or even before that, a red-headed fellow got on, mm -hmm. and Jessica made what I could only describe as a death rattle, mm -hmm. and then stepped behind me so that I was between her and the red-headed man, and I started <laughs> laughing so hard. <laughs> then the elevator stopped moving for 20 minutes. Yeah. And yeah. that that was really a... It was horrific. It was like a coming-of-age film right before our eyes. <laughs> I'm, look at what I'm doing. Like, I'm so nervous right now just talking about it, because it, it was... You <laughs> was were... that one time? <laughs> you went to see a vet for Riley or oh, something? Oh, God, yeah. And the vet comes in, and he's got... 
big red yeah. hair and just like go. a ZZ top, but it was red and he had the beard and I, and Brad wasn't with me and I was just like, I got to hit my cat out of here. <laughs> so I'm um, sorry. I know because it's a legitimate fear. It is actually a legitimate I, fear. It does seem absurd, but why do you think you, you know, it, uh, this is when people ask me all the time, why? And there have been about three times in my life that I can remember why, but I keep repressing it. Really? So I don't actually, at this moment, remember why. At some point, if I do remember, I'll tell one of you, and you can write it down. But okay. I, there is a legitimate reason. When, and when I remember it, I think, oh, yeah, that's totally, like, I, that makes sense why you're <laughs> afraid of them. Okay. But I can't remember what it is right now. All right. No, the last wild card question, because you and your husband, Brad, moved to Edmonton from St. Albert. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was kind of a big move. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is one of your favorite things about living in Edmonton? Um, I love, there's so many things. It was the best move we ever made. Sorry, St. Albert. Really? Yeah, it was the best move for us that we ever made. But, um, I, I just love, like, we live right near White, and I love the proximity to the things that we can walk to, and I n- almost never drive anymore, and we have friends right across the street, so. Perfect. I love it. As a, uh, former St. Albertan myself, uh, I can say that Edmonton is a good move. It, it is. Uh, that said, I always considered St. Albert to basically just be part of Edmonton. No. I, I did too, but it felt different. Like it, well, I grew agreed. up there, yes. but then being married and, and not having kids or driving a minivan or, I mean, we just didn't fit in. Like it just wasn't, that's, we just didn't that's fit fair. in. That's fair. It is a suburb. Yeah. It is it's a, a bedroom di- community. A different kind of lifestyle. But, mm. uh, but at the same time, it's just, it's so close that to me, Edmonton and St. Albert were always just kind of interchangeable. But now that I live in Edmonton, I would never go back to St. Nope. Albert. Yeah. Me either. So on that bombshell, to our St. Albert neighbors, the Sherwood Parkians and the Beaumontians of the and, capital region. And the Leducers. And the Fort Saskatchewanites. And the Stony Grovers. And the Nisquitans, because that's probably a word. Devon? The Devonians. The Devonians, yes. The Moronvilles. The Morons in Moronville. Just kidding. We love you. <laughs> that's that's the point of, of, of saying all your, your town honorific sort of names is to wish you all from the bottom of our cold black hearts a very merry christmas and a very happy new year because we will probably not talk to you before then that is correct we will take a break over christmas but we'll be back uh the second week of january with the show and we even have our guests lined up already um one of the organizers of antifreeze which takes place on alberta avenue uh, we'll be on the show talking about, is, is it called antifreeze? Deep freeze. Deep freeze, sorry. Antifreeze is a U of A thing. We yes. will not be speaking to anyone from the University <laughs> of Alberta. Antifreeze. My apologies. Nor would we. Is it <laughs> Christine Lauren? Uh, it might be. I'm not sure if it's going to be her. Oh, I hope it is. She is delightful. But we've been in touch with their publicist, and they will be on the show. And we're hoping also in the new year to have uh, the Edmonton Public Library's newest writer-in-residence, Omar Mualam, oh. on the show. You've heard his voice many times on our Story Slam segment. Indeed, because he is a regular story slammer. He slams the shit out of those stories. It's true. So Merry Christmas to you all. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you guys. And thanks for joining us. We're done. We are done. You've been listening to The Unknown Studio, Episode 78. Our guests, Jessica Holt and Brittany LeBlanc. Pre-production by Adam Rosenhart. Post-production by Scott C. Bourgeois. The Unknown Studio is a proud member of the League of Extraordinary Media. You can visit us on the web at theunknownstudio.ca. Thanks for listening.
<clears throat> Christmas shopping done? No. Uh, I did it all online, so I'm just waiting for it to come to my doorstep. That is brilliant. It is. I hate shopping. Have you been out in the sun? I mean, the sun's on you right now, but you actually <laughs> look like you've got some nice color to you. No, I have not, in fact. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Way to go makeup, score. <laughs> you just did your makeup really nicely. <laughs> Oh, funny. So for the record, I can't see your face. So I'm just going to assume that you're always smiling. Do you know what we're talking about today? Christmas. Okay. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I hope it's like the Inglorious Hipsters podcast where I have zero to contribute. No, you have to contribute all of the things. I'm yeah. not going to say anything. What happened? <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> for like the first 10 minutes, I had stuff to contribute. And then they started talking for an hour about things I didn't know about, like video games and things. And I literally sat there. At one point, Greg's like, are you just picking your nails and sitting here? And I was like, yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It was good times. So I'm going to do less talking, and Jess is going to explain everything. I'm not actually going to. I checked my mail before I came. Can I open all my Christmas cards on the air? That would be great. Are there cookies in the tin? Let's Jess? open them and see. And other assorted there are oh, cookies in the tin. <gasps> are these Guru Digital Arts College cookies? Oh, How long have they been sitting here? Uh, since Scott got here. <laughs> oh, that's not. That's not. I'm going to so have like one of these, minutes. though, because it's a marshmallow covered in Rice Krispie Squares. And <gasps> yeah. Yes. Oh, Question. Probably with some caramel. Are there any cookies I should not eat? Probably all of them. Oh, right down the cleavage. But yeah. Christmas! <laughs> I do like popcorn. And chocolate. Thank you. It dawns on me that I think those are peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine. Yeah, I don't know. Damn. Could you pass those over yonder? Yonder. I would have, uh, but, you know. Those are my mom. Delicious. Holy testicle mm -hmm. Tuesday. 